Uh, hello. Howdy doody. Howdy doody. <laughs> Sounds wrong. Welcome back to the kitchen. The other day I was talking to a friend who just bought a whole bunch of uh, coffee equipment from the 6-6 sale. 6th of June, right? The whole weekend when they had a series of very annoying ads. I'm serious, man. Like, the songs from the two major online platforms and the really annoying ads, I almost purposely, violently avoid buying from them because of their ads. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. I don't want to reward annoying ads with my business, is what I'm saying. Anywho. Um, yeah, he bought some some new grinder, some new um, weighing scale. It's a whole kit lah for drip coffee at home. And we got to talking about coffee because normally we talk about whiskey, but this time around we were talking about coffee because we all have shared interests in that little chat group. Um, I have enough gear for now. I'm not looking to expand what I already have because it's a whole rabbit hole when it comes to coffee you can buy it's a never ending story you know um, there's always something better there's always something new there's always a different way of brewing coffee uh, I'm okay buying different types of coffee to try but brewing styles I I have a few in my hands that I like four or five methods and I'm good and anything else above that I'll go buy try somewhere else but it's it's a huge rabbit hole um yeah i might i might i might change my mind down the road and buy something new and show it to you guys but yeah we were just talking about coffee friends and i and um i was commenting that i don't want to do hand grinding anymore because hand grinding is a lot of work um grinders can go from like 50 bucks all the way to like 500 dollars for a very very good hand grinder uh, because you're aiming for consistency and you know grind size that uh, from your coffee beans you want something that's consistent and it's very hard to achieve that because different brewing styles require different size of grind cost to fine fine to medium fine all that stuff and a good grinder will give you the kind of um, grind size you want but also consistent so your, 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 your coarse ones don't have fine bits in it that will affect the taste and then your fine coffee grinds that you that you want don't end up with like bigger pieces in there as well so that all comes down to the grinder and the really good ones are like 500 bucks hand grinder i'm not talking about electric electric is another another thing so i, I did say i i can't you know hand grind anymore it's just too much work but my friend pointed out hey you know i only grind for myself so the small amount is easy for me so hand grinder makes sense. And you you brew for your entire family, at least three adults drinking every time. And I was like, yeah, actually now that you mention it, I keep forgetting that. So that's part of the reason I use an electric grinder. And again, you can get a cheap one for $100. And then that can go up to like, you know, five figures. Yeah, five figures for a grinder. But... That's another rabbit hole that I prepare. I'm not prepared to go into. 
still, um, just quite excited for him, and I wanted to find out whether you know the stuff that he bought um, will generate the coffee he wants. It's an interesting space right now because there are new players in town. In the past, you know, you can only buy the really good stuff from from Japan or Western countries, but more and more, um, there's like brands from China and Taiwan that are offering something pretty decent at a at a good price. So that's that's nice to be able to democratize, um, you know, the making of high quality coffee. Um, I can't buy any more stuff. I got no more space to put. The gear is the thing. <laughs> Just no more space. I either I give away my gear before I buy new stuff, or which is what I've done. When I bought a electric an electric grinder, I gave my hand grinder to. Mark Naya and then when I bought a better electric grinder I gave my first electric grinder to Mark who's using it happily so but it's it's a it's an expensive hobby if you really want to play with it I'm told you can spend upwards of 50,000 to equip your home with a really expensive espresso machine and grinders I was huh what yeah but most people spend like one to five thousand uh, dollars. The really serious guys. I'm talking about espresso machines, though, not 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 drip machines. Yeah, the, that's that's crazy. I can't imagine spending five figures on something to make coffee. Five figures is what I'm thinking of spending <laughs> to put down money for a car or or even renovations for a house. But no, <laughs> that's that's. That's crazy rich Asian category already. Excuse me. Right? I mean <laughs> to say, oh I just I just spent fifty grand on making coffee. Huh? What? Does it come with a barista? <laughs> uh, yeah. Are your coffee beans grown in your house, you know, and roasted on the spot by some specialist or something? Uh Hobbies are expensive. I mean, uh, I like to game. And I know friends who really build up their gaming PCs. Um, I just use a regular gaming laptop. Nothing fancy, but... Well, it's quite fancy for its time, but you can really, really go nuts, right? Building a PC. And I used to have one or two. I stopped doing it because, first of all, there's no more space for a PC in my house. Second of all... You can spend like five to ten grand on a really fancy gaming rig, but where would you have to find the time? Would you be able to find the time to play it? Is the question, right? Yeah. All these hobbies are expensive. If you really wanna, I mean, I guess, I guess if you bought a console, it's not so bad. But like, PC gaming can be a very expensive. I mean, like thing, GPUs for example, graphic cards can be really costly. Um, bicycles can be very cheap and all the way very expensive. That's another crazy thing, right? Um, I've gone down that rabbit hole before. <laughs> that That's a huge rabbit hole. Yeah. I used to play card games too. That was another crazy hobby that... We're trading card games, right? They're collectible cards and then you're also playing the game itself. And I was a grown-ass man playing trading card games. My friends still play. I don't have the time anymore, but... 
I used to play a few. I played um, Lord of the Rings for a few years, even competitively in the region. Um, now I think back and I'm thinking, there was a lot of money spent. <laughs> I spent so much on cards. Because when you, when you buy the cards, they come in packs and the packs are sealed. There may be like 10 cards, 11 cards in there. It's all random. And you need these cards to build your deck, which is your competitive, when what you used to play against somebody else. So it takes a while to build up enough, get enough cards to build a deck that you want to play with. And then you might want to have different kinds of decks to play, different styles, right? Yeah. At one point, I had about seven, eight decks of you know, this game, and we were whacking boxes. I mean, if you're a kid and you're not rich, you buy one pack, $10 maybe, 650 to $10, and you hope to get something you want. Grown-ass adults don't buy packs. They buy the box with maybe 36, 24, 36 packs in it. We call it whacking the box, right? So it's brute force. You buy the whole damn box and you still may not get what you want. So it is that crazy. It's very tikam, right? It's all gambling in a way because you're trying to get something elusive and you may not get what you want even if you bought the whole box. So you can you can buy maybe like several boxes worth of these cards each with like 24 to 36 packs of 10 and may not get something you want. It's another crazy hobby. I had to stop because I had no more space for these cards. I still have my cards. I haven't thrown them away. And I have a binder with them, uh, with the ones I really like. Um, and they come in foil as well, you know, like shiny metal printing. So those are really rare. Oh, man, that's a crazy hobby. I'm glad I don't do it anymore, but I have friends who still play. I don't mind the playing. I think the collecting part is going to kill me. And I'm... I think I have a, a disease, okay? I like collecting things. I don't know about you, but I, I like when I start on something, I like to collect everything. So, like when you are young, right? You buy those sticker books, right? They they care. I can't remember the brand, but um, football football teams, they sell the, the album with one pack of stickers, then you can buy just to get there, to finish the whole collection of all the all the soccer players or all the country flags, that kind of stuff, right? That was one of the earliest addictions I had last time. So you want to, you can't live without completing it. Um, so I guess it affects me, you know, when I'm buying. When I go, in, when you go into hobbies like trading card games, it feeds into that part of you. If you have that that obsession with collecting. And having one thing to have something complete. But it's never complete, right? There will always be another set. So that's very dangerous. So you got nowhere to stop. When I got into bicycles, it was the same thing. I stopped because there was just physically no way I could own more than eight bicycles. <laughs> yeah, eight. Um, and then you keep upgrading because you, you want it to be better, right? Um, coffee is another one. I started out yeah, but, but, but then I told myself, I think by this time I was wiser because I started late in life. I already knew my propensity for wanting to collect it, collect it all. I'm like a Pokemon master kind of guy. Lucky I didn't play. I actually stopped playing the Pokemon game because I knew 
I will start and then I won't stop. Because you got to collect them all, right? I'm a collect them all kind of guy. Okay? Yeah, very easy to manipulate me. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pokemon, thank goodness. I didn't go into that. Um, so be it coffee, trading card games, sticker books, bicycles. Yeah, got to collect them all. So you got to watch yourself if you have that weakness, um, that obsession to complete a collection. Well, cameras and lenses is my other problem. See, all these are expensive hobbies. Why can't I collect stamps? Oh, stamps can be very expensive too. I used to collect stamps. So you can see a pattern here when I was a kid. I did the stamp collecting thing. See? I collected pen pals too. Oh my god. I'm a collector. Like the Marvel character. The collector. That's me. Hmm. Oh dear. <laughs> 